You're listening to The Thrive Podcast, where every week we dive into a practical, tactical tip to bring you from a life of simply surviving to thriving. It's personal development for the everyday girl who is done with coasting through her days, done with feeling like she's missing out on the deeper meaning of her own life, and done with mediocrity once and for all. Because it's not enough to simply survive, you deserve to thrive. Welcome back to Thrive. After a near-death experience, Laura Marks knew something got to give, and she also knew that her passion was helping working moms feel less crappy for pursuing their passions alongside raising their babies. Today on Thrive, she's sharing the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make starting out and a few practical steps to get started on your own entrepreneurship journey that fits the vision for your own picture-perfect and prioritized future. Stay tuned through this conversation. Drop it five stars if you like what you're listening to. And now, welcome, Laura. Hi. Yay. I'm so glad that we were finally able to connect. I know it's been a rough couple of weeks for the two of us, and we're literally both battling illnesses right now. So, um, Speaking of not thriving, that, <laughs> that has been me the past couple of weeks. So we're coming back from the dead now. So, But I know, yeah, both you and me are going to sound a little nasally and hope we hopefully we're not coughing this entire time honestly though surviving but still thriving amidst amidst it so it's all in the attitude right like (laughs) we've totally got this exactly exactly that's why I love it (laughs) oh my gosh yes so I know we are both so so passionate about women in business moms in business and this is totally your thing so tell us all about you I know you have this incredible company called My Biz You, which we can't wait to hear more about. So tell us all about you and where you got to where you are today and what you do now. Yeah. So uh, I'll I'll keep it brief, but I'm going to cover the topics that I feel like your listeners are going to resonate with the most. Sure. Um, I'm a former online strategy executive turned you know corporate dropout, uh, <laughs> podcast host, entrepreneur, and mom of two little nuggets a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old so as you know two toddlers (laughs) both still in diapers i mean uh the potty training i don't know if you're there yet you said you have a two and a half year old right uh yeah Liv knows all of she could dictate and narrate the entire potty process and like she'll come in with you and tell you everything that you're supposed to do and then you say honey do you want to try and it's nope 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 i'm good she'll sit on the toilet herself fully clothed, telling you everything to do and wants no part of it herself. So I seriously, it must be a girl <laughs> thing though. I mean, cause I feel like she, she knows what to do. She's just holding the cards, right? Oh now. yeah. She literally tells you what you're supposed to do. She'll go, okay, mommy, you go potty. And then mommy's going to flush the toilet. And now mommy go wash your hands and, and use your towel, like whole thing. And then you're like, do you want to try? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no, Not my, today. My son has zero, I have two boys, zero interest. And He'll sit there and he'll sing his little song. Nothing will come out. Like we are, we, I'm like two seconds away from like getting a specialist called up. Cause I'm like, <laughs> we are going to have you before and still not potty trained. So yeah, that's my life right now. Just trying to get that figured out. Um, staying afloat. Uh, yeah. So a little bit more about my story, um, uh, in my former life before becoming a mom, I led an online strategy team. We built multi-million dollar strategies for big businesses. My job was essentially to market and grow businesses online. You know, I worked my ass off throughout my twenties. I was the first one in last one out 60 hour plus weeks. I traveled 
climbed that corporate ladder, built a team. Uh, and if I'm being completely honest, I didn't hate it. I loved it. I was thriving. That was really all I had going on that in my friendships, my happy hours, those balancing life was easy. Um, and I wouldn't change any of it um, until uh, my tipping point. Uh, as you know, three and a half years ago now, I became a mom. And um, you and most of your listeners are aware that is a by itself completely <laughs> life changing. Um, a but little bit. That, yeah. But on top of that, I had a near death experience following the birth of my son. Um, I know real buzzkill. We're starting this off strong. Um, I won't belabor it, but after my emergency surgery, my third and final surgery in a matter of weeks, I stayed up all night, lying in my hospital bed, my mind racing about my life and my life of well, the life of my new baby. And I thought life is way too short to not go after what you want, to not like wake up every single day, like excited about what you're doing. And to not be in charge of how you spend your time, time that once you become a mom becomes so much, it feels so much more valuable. I wanted to, at that point, create something in a way that I had never in my life had the urge to create at that level, to make an impact, to set an example for my child, what's possible and to live life really how I wanted to live it. You know, we, I was working for the man, you know, like I had to be in um, you know, 10 hour days, I had to be on the clock. I had to be on call after it was, I was completely out of control. And, and at that time it was fine. But when, you know, when you become a mom, like you're the boss, like it was no longer fine. Um, and I didn't want to be limited to doing what I wanted only after 6 PM and on the weekends, which I'm sure sounds so familiar to anyone who works and is a mom. So I just, at that moment, I literally was in my bed, hospital bed, and I was like in so much pain because they like had sliced me open for like the third time. And I was like, just completely just off my rocker with what had just happened and probably a little bit crazy. And I was like, F it, YOLO, I'm going to do this. I literally said that out loud in my bed. My mom was in the on the couch next to me and she was like, honey, are you, are you talking to yourself? And I was like, yes. Yes, I am. I'm talking to myself. I've had a revelation. My executive level job. I just bought a house. I just had a baby. I'm going to quit my executive level job, withdraw that income from our family and just start my own thing. My mom's like, you think she would be like, that's a horrible idea. But she's always been, she's a free bird. She's like, well, that is nice, honey. You like, you go for that. And she probably didn't think I was serious. Um, <laughs> then I did like, right when we left, I quit my job. Check. I spent a couple of months snuggling in the rolls of my fat little baby check and began mapping out what I was going to do to live bigger, live better, to thrive in the ways that I never had thrived before and to help others do the same. So that's, uh, that's my, the, the big story, the big transition in my life. And, um, you know, my mission is to really open the door to moms uh, especially moms like me who um, have big goals and aspirations for themselves personally outside of their family and are afraid because now that they're a mom that we have, you know, that on our shoulders, um, they're afraid to take that leap. And so my goal is really making that accessible to moms to really change the idea of what entrepreneurship means. I think 
myself included, so many people are like, starting a business is a horrible idea as a mom, <laughs> especially when you're just starting out. Because that's a time suck. That's a time suck and that's a money suck. I just gave birth to a time suck and a money suck. Like, why would I do this to myself? But it does not have to be that way. And once I figured that out, I, I wanted to make that accessible to other moms too, for them to realize that you can go about this in a way that isn't risky. It isn't time consuming. It isn't expensive if you're going about it the right way. So yeah, that's my, that's my spiel. That's my mission. So was what you started right away, my biz you, or did you have something else in your entrepreneurial journey kind of before that? God, no, no, it, I was a mess. Okay. So you would think you would think that having been an online strategy exec, I'd be like rolling in like Elwood style up to getting her law degree. Like I knew what I was doing. Like, what, like it, it's hard. It was what? Like it's, it was the hardest. I was like, no, like it was, it was everything I thought it wouldn't be. Like I went in like all roses, sunshine. I thought, um, I thought it was going to be a breeze and it wasn't. And that's really when I realized why people don't do this and the ones that do fail. And I was like, and once I did figure it out, it took me a while. I had like four different types of courses. I was in a lot of different niches. I was like, what's my thing? Blah, blah, blah. It was right in front of me the whole time. But you know, when you're in it, you, it, it, you overcomplicate it and you uh, look at what other people are doing and you let them kind of overshadow what you what you bring to the table what your gifts are and like what your path is and it, it can steer you steer you wrong so once I figured that out I was like wait like there is a formula for this like it's yes a lot of entrepreneurship is blazing new paths but it's blazing your new path like in 90% of entrepreneurship is predictable it can be stabilized it can be automated and it can be simple if you know what you're doing if you have the framework if you have the tools to be able to do it but that's the thing none of us do and usually we go into it and we're like well I got this like that's how I was I got this no no most of us do not have it otherwise <laughs> we'd all be entrepreneurs right um, but that's my goal is to give moms that option because we're really, really struggle as moms when, especially new moms, because we have to pick between being a good mom and accelerating at our career. And at least that's the way I felt. And, and that's why we always feel like we're failing because we don't have 48 hours in one day, you know? Um, so it's a dilemma that I feel like it's not talked about enough that moms are just expected to go to work as if they don't have kids and, and raise kids as if they're not away all day, every day. Um, it's impossible. And so, you know, we are, so many moms do feel like they're just trying to survive each day as opposed to living their best life. Um, when this should be the most exciting time of your life, like everyone, and you know, okay, you probably get this a lot where you walk when you're out with your young kid and people are like, these are the best days of your oh, life. And you're always. like, I am not sleeping. I am not, I am not. 
I have no idea what's going on. I don't, I have my, as you I, have like a toddler thrown over your, thrown over your shoulder in the middle of target, they're throwing a tantrum and everyone's like, remember like it'll time will fly. And you're like, please let it fly for the next 20 minutes. If this could end like great. Yes, exactly. Please let time fly. They're like, don't take it for granted. And you just feel like a shitty person when you're like, well, I must be, you know, I must be doing this wrong because this doesn't feel all roses. Um, but so it, I just, I don't want moms to have to go through what I went through and what I know so many of my friends go through mm-hmm. when they're juggling career and, and, and even the ones that decide to stay at home, because then instead of feeling like you're never of time with your kids, now you're feeling like you have no escape from them. And then you, you feel like you're spending all of your time, like making sure they don't turn into feral children, <laughs> that you lose your own sense of purpose. And you know what you went to school for, or what your aspirations were were when you were younger. I don't want people have to have to let go of that, um, but I also don't want them to feel like uh, they're somehow being selfish or somehow um, being irresponsible by putting themselves first in that aspect of their lives when that can have such a positive trickle effect. Um, not only on their family financially, but um, on their children and and seeing what they made possible. Yeah. No, I think that's absolutely right. And I think um, we oftentimes might feel a little bit guilty if you don't feel, if you don't enter motherhood feeling like your sole purpose is to birth human beings. Yeah. Where, and, and you're like, wait, but I still have these other things that I like and these other things that I'm good at and that I'm passionate about. And then you end up in this dilemma, like you said, like a real internal conflict of like, okay, but does that make me a really crappy mom if like I don't want to just do arts and crafts and watch Moana 32 times today? Like, yeah. or, or, or like, I can only watch so much Coco Melon. I can only watch so much. Yeah. Melon, but I want to, I want to go back to, cause you mentioned the fact that when you first, you were so hell bent on, okay, I have this idea. I want to go do this. But it wasn't necessarily what you're doing now in your business, three and a half years later, you kind of had a, a convoluted path to get there. Yeah. And I think that that's a, really, that's a really important thing to highlight, to point out, and to talk about because people, I think, we see what we see now on social media and we think, wow, that person had it figured out. They just like naturally got it. They were destined for the success from the start. She just like, she did it, she nailed it. And look at that, she created this incredible business. And we don't necessarily talk about all the failures or the wrong turns or the mistakes that might have happened along the way to get there. So can you share with us kind of what it actually looked like and maybe how difficult it was or what it looked like within your family dynamic or for you personally when you're this new mom and you just quit your executive level corporate job to start a business and maybe a couple of different directions in the business and it maybe didn't totally go the way you wanted it to go or didn't go as planned what that looked like and then how you kind of moved forward from that. Yeah. Well, well, I'll start with the fact that uh, I, my husband is an accountant. So he was, he was quick to call out uh, the fact that we were losing half of our income as a family. <laughs> this um, doesn't add up. <laughs> no, especially, yeah, again, we just got a house. We just had a baby. Um, yeah. So um, I think uh, well, first of all, when, when you're faced with something like I was faced with, 
a logic, logic just goes right out the door. Like you're like, it's fine. Like I have a savings, like we'll be fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. People don't talk about it all the time. Like it is, it, you're not going to go into it and magically just have this light bulb um, and and go down this straight trajectory towards um, this, this perfect life that you have pictured for yourself. Um, like I said, I let a lot of uh, people, outside people that I admired, influence the direction that I was going. And, but you mean, you hear it all the time, like in your mess, you can figure out what your message is. And that is, has never been true. I know it's cliche, but it has never been truer than in my situation. I, I literally got to where I am because of the fact that it took me three years of basically making nothing when I went in th thinking I'd have a six figure business in a matter of months. Um, and I was like, this shouldn't be this way. Like this shouldn't be this hard, especially because everybody makes it look so easy. And I'm one of those people where it's like, why, 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 why? Like, why does it have to be that way? Why, why are we doing it? Like, you know what I mean? So I, I constantly was questioning I was figuring out, okay, like why, why am I failing? Like on paper, I mean, I should be doing well, right? I mean, I, but that, that means nothing. Okay, so then what, what, what will make you successful? If what uh, makes someone successful in the corporate world isn't what makes someone successful as an entrepreneur, then what is it? Um, and I, I dove into that. And then once I figured out what that was and, and what makes someone successful or a business successful over another, then I was like, okay, well, why are some people hustling their tushes off? day in, day out, 80 hour weeks or trying to get their business running, trying to get clients and customers and then to barely scrape by. And I'm like, that seems bogus too. And I'm like, we, we are in twist 2021. Like we, we can automate basically everything. There's, you can get a site up in a matter of hours. Um, you can build a funnel in a matter of, why are, why are we trying to have embrace this hustle mentality um, when it doesn't need to be that way. So I took the first three years of my business, which was failure after failure, after failure, after failure. And I, I made something out of it. Cause I was like, this is not how it should be. This isn't what, what I expected it to be. And if this is happening to me, this has to be happening to 90% of other women, moms, entrepreneurs that, that, pursue this with all the hopes in the world and then are left just utterly disappointed and crawling back, you know, to a, a nine to five or to, you know, working from, or, you know, being a stay at home mom. Um, so I used that and that really took me on a completely different trajectory than I ever thought I would go. Sure. I'm, I'm leveraging things that I built my career on, but this, I never thought I would, be focusing on moms for one, uh, and on starting a business for two. Um, I, one, I never, I never identified as a mom. Like you said, I, I wasn't ever like my life's mission is to be a mom. Like I always make fun of the fact that I'm a B minus mom because I love my little nuggets to death. Like I smother them with love, but like they live off chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. Um, the cocoa melon is always freaking on PJ masks now. 
Um, I, I, I don't have plans. We're not like doing crafts, but, but not, you know, that doesn't, that's not how we should be identifying with uh, being a mom anymore. Like that should be defined by ourselves. Um, and I'm, I realized that my story is nothing special compared to anyone else. And I, but I do have a little bit of a, a you can call it an obsession <laughs> where I wasn't going to bend over and let it happen. I was like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to flip this entire industry on its head to make what everyone feels isn't an option, actually the best option to allow them to feel like they can have it all as opposed to feeling like they have to 100% go in another career or 100% go in on being a mom. Yeah. So you mentioned a couple of things here. One, you mentioned a formula in entrepreneurship that works. <laughs> and you mentioned the fact that what works in entrepreneurship is different than what works in the corporate world. So spill us some tea on what those differences are and what this formula is, because I'm sure that there are some folks listening that are like, okay, I have no idea how to start a business. Like, do I just Google how to start a business or what, like what on earth, how does it differ? Just it's, it's like, it's like this unicorn for yeah. some folks who have no clue. So clue us in. Yes. So the biggest thing, the biggest mistake that everyone makes when they decide to be an entrepreneur, they decide they want to start their own thing is they let other people dictate the direction of their business. They full on pursue the wrong business. Like I did, they find some, someone they admire. They are like, see someone else creating online courses. They see someone else with an Etsy business and they're like, I'm going to do that. The problem with that is that gets you to a great business idea. That does not get you to your great business idea. Not only will pursuing the wrong business completely suck all the fun out of the entire experience. It'll make it extremely difficult for you to succeed. Your success is based on how good of a fit your business is for you, based on your, your particular interests and passions, your particular strengths and skill sets or expertise, and most importantly, what it is you want. So a core online course business is going to get you a completely different lifestyle and to a completely different destination uh, outcome than say uh, if you open an, uh, an online boutique. Um, and similarly, uh, if you start a software company uh, or if you um, sell on Etsy, that, that it takes a different skill set and expertise and it's going to get you something completely different. So people don't, don't even know, including myself, didn't even know to even think about that. Like not only does who I am should that impact the direction of my business and the type of business model uh, and the positioning, all that, that I pursue. Um, I should also take into consideration for what I pursue and in, in what my own personal goals and priorities are. Like if I, if I have the goal to work from home, like I should be un fully understanding what those business models are and how um, the pros and cons of those. And I should, if I want to be a, uh, you know, I want to just be making five figures, six figures a year just to like have some extra cash. Or if I want to, or five figures a year, if I want to be making seven figures a year, that, that entails something completely different. So the framework that I have 
allows you to really figure out what that intersection is between your interests and passions, um, your expertise, your skill set, what you come to the table with. And it, it doesn't mean you have to come to the table with something. Some people come in with a high school diploma and some people can come in with, from like a position like me where they're an executive and they're harnessing that and to pursue their own thing. Um, so I, we kind of take all that into consideration and allow you to easily design a business that makes sense for you and prioritizes what is most important to you. So that is the, the key, the key, like, cause if you're heading in the wrong direction with your business, like everything's going to feel impossible and you're never going to succeed. Um, the second piece is that I see trips people up the most. And is a big part of my biz you is this idea of dabbling instead of doing like fiddling away at things like your branding and your logo and your website without actually making any real progress. Like I personally, and what I, what I see with a lot of students that come into the program is they find themselves months and months into the process, having gone through multiple vendors, thousands of dollars and, and hundreds of hours. And they're left with a bunch of stuff that may look nice, like a nice brand or a nice website, but it isn't actually making them any money. Your success as an entrepreneur, especially when you're a mom and our time is so, so limited, is based on your ability to make money as quickly as possible. Even if money is not your end goal, that personally was not my end goal. Even if money is not your end goal, you have to prove to yourself and to others, especially if you have an accountant as a husband, that your business is viable. And the longer time goes by, that you've kind of dipped your toe in the entrepreneur world saying you're going to kind of play around with this thing and start it. The longer time goes by, regardless of how much attention you're giving it or not, the longer that time goes by without you proving the value of the business, um, the, you're going to quit. The easier it is to, to walk away from it because you, you think, oh, well, I must not be cut out for this. Like, or this is a lot harder than I thought when you, you never really focused on the areas of your business that would have actually contributed to you making money. Um, you know, you focused on the parts that are, are forward facing, like that everyone sees, um, because it is really important for us to look the part. So I really help people streamline that entire process, get your branding, logo, website done in a matter of days, and then really focus in on your offer and how to pre-sell that offer before it's even ready. Um, that's another thing. Like I, girl, I spent months just trying to build the best program you could ever imagine. It doesn't exist anymore. It's retired when I first started because I was like, I want this to be so amazing. I want everyone to know like how smart I am and how much I can help them. And, and it never saw the light of day because I didn't, I didn't prioritize the areas of business that is uh, required in order to, to make a return on your investments. Um, so yeah, that's mistake number two. So mistake number one, pursuing the, compl the completely wrong business for you. Um, mistake number two would be dabbling instead of doing. And the third one is, is trying to do all the things. And we kind of touched on this already, so I won't belabor it. But I mean, these days, you know, you've got Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, Facebook groups, Facebook lives, Instagram reels, all the things. And it's the, this, all these things suck us into this overwhelming world of like this hustle mentality where we feel like, Clubhouse is the new thing. Like that is going to be the secret to my success when none of these, none of these are the secret to anyone's success. 
as an entrepreneur, your success is based on your ability to work smarter, not harder. It's about being decisive in what you go after as opposed to going after everyone, everything, thinking that it's going to have some big results in your business. So instead of spreading ourselves too thin, it's really about focusing on one simple funnel and on a traffic source or sources that make the most sense for you based on you know, what I talked about up front, like, what are your, what, where are you passionate? Like, are you into TikTok? Personally, you will never see me dance or do a TikTok, like not my thing. I don't even do lives because they kind of freak me out. Like, and so when people see that that's the way that they think they have to market a business, especially when you're new and you've had a career and you're like, wait, so you want me to, to promote my business, which I'm not even that sure about to like my high school classmates and my ex-boyfriends like that. I mean, that can freak a girl out. Like we, we don't need to do any of that. And so I, I really want to make sure that people understand that you, the way you market your business doesn't have to be scary. doesn't have to be complicated. Um, and it doesn't have to involve you doing things that you don't feel comfortable with. Like, again, your success is based on structuring a business and a plan around that business that makes sense for you. And if it doesn't make sense for you, you're not going to get anything out of it, especially if you're trying to take it all on. So those are the three areas that really trip people up and where my biz you really transforms our idea of entrepreneurship as instead of being like this scary, risky, complicated thing, it really is something that can be simple and foolproof and um, and feel effortless in a way that fits into our lives and allows us to have balance. I'm using air quotes. I know <laughs> you can see them have balance in a way that that doesn't make us feel like we're choosing um, one or another. Mm-hmm. So for moms listening in where their interest is peaked and they're, they're like, all right, I'm going to consider this whole entrepreneurship thing. Give us like the first three steps that she should take that are tangible, practical steps, like step one, do this. Step two, do this. Three things that like can get her at least started on her way of beginning this process of becoming an entrepreneur and doing this alongside the full-time job that she very much already has in being a mom. I would focus first on really diving in to what your strengths and expertise uh, skill sets are, um, as well as what your passions are if they if they don't fully overlap. Um, like literally get out a notepad and start to jot that down and figure out like where where can I add value today? You may have uh, some giant vision for a business um, that you're not ready for. <laughs> and the goal is, like I said, um, that second mistake is to make money right away. And to make money right away, you have to figure out where your expertise and your, what you can leverage of yourself right away um, to be able to build on that, to be able to, in the future, grow it to where you want to grow it. So that would be the first step. The second step is really figuring out what you want. Like, what are you willing to put into it? Like, I'm a little bit of a psychopath. Like, I, I enjoy working 40 plus hour weeks. Like that is something that lights me up. Um, a lot of people don't want that. A lot of people want to work, you know, 10, 20, 30 hours a week. Um, they want to work, you know, only certain days of the week. So figure out what it is, what you want your day-to-day lifestyle to look like, what you want your lifestyle to look like, 
where do you want to live, all those kinds of things. And then really figure out like, where do you want to go? So not only where do you want to be on a day-to-day basis as you're building this and growing this, but where, what are your ultimate goals? Like I said, like you may want to build a seven, eight figure empire and buy a mansion next to one of the real housewives that may or may not be my personal goal. Or you just may want to um, make, do something, have a creative outlet and, um, and pursue something that excites you and make money from it so that you're able to get the support that you need at home. Figure out what that is because how you design a business to get there is, is critical to have that vision to be able to design the right roadmap to it. You're basically building your, instead of climbing a corporate ladder to some destination you're not even sure you're excited about, you're building your own ladder and you're building it directly to what your picture perfect future is. So that would be the first the first step. And I have a free training that I put together for your listeners that they can access at endthemomdilemma.com. And that will walk them through the entire process, um, how to turn their strengths and passions into the perfect business for them in just an hour a day, um, how to avoid the biggest mistakes that I touched on, um, and how to successfully get your business launched and making a reliable income. Um, I even give a roadmap for how to do all of that in 90 days. Um, but in addition to that training, like it's literally just, yeah, just sitting down and really thinking about what it is you want. And so that you have a clear destination and you're taking this off on the right path. Awesome. Do you see success for moms differently if it is, or do you have, I guess, one that you would recommend over others in the type of business that moms are starting. If it's product-based, if it's service-based, if it is something like a digital product versus physical product, or do you simply recommend find what you're passionate about regardless of what kind of business it is and pursue that? I personally don't love to prescribe any type of business. I know online businesses are the hot thing right now everyone has an online course and membership but like honestly building curriculum is not for everyone and i think that's something people kind of uh skim over um because that's that if you're not a good writer if you're not a good presenter delivery like deliverer of a message that might not be a good route for you yes it's amazing to think about the passive income that you can build and be able to create something and then make money in your sleep 100%. But if you are not pursuing something that lights you up and fits what your expertise, your skill sets are, then it, it it's not going to work. That's why so many people notoriously create online courses or memberships and they gather dust. Um, so I really really aim to provide people the framework by which they can take what they know about themselves and really how to pull that out of you. So a lot of people are like, I don't have a passion. Like, yes, you do. Like if you, it's just a map, some people it's easier to find than others. So I really help you discover what that is and then figure out like what business model is going to best leverage that um, and align with what you're looking to achieve. Um, I'm I, the rarest one is probably going to be software. I mean, as, as I personally come from a software background. So like one day I do want to start a software company, but that is something that generally it does intimidate a lot of women. I think probably the most popular routes 
today are the online business route, um, like consulting, coaching route, um, the uh, a brokerage route. It's a business model where you're not selling anything, but so you're more so an influencer, you're doing brand sponsorships, you're building a community. Um, and then the handmade good route, like uh, like an Etsy shop, things like that. But that is why I love this program so much because I feel like there are so many more opportunities for women that may be a little bit scarier. So I like them to be able to see that um, maybe a route that they didn't even expect is best for them. And they're now on a trajectory that they never thought was possible because of what they were made aware of um, as a way to generate income on their own using what, what their talents are. Mm -hmm. So true. Um, well, in wrapping things up, I want to ask you something that I ask every guest who comes on Thrive, and that is, what does Thrive mean to you, and how do you strive to thrive in your everyday life? Oh my, good. After, after I open this up saying I'm just surviving this week, <laughs> um, no, but overall survive, or thriving, not, not just uh, surviving as, as this past week has done to me, um, I would say making decisions based on what you want, what you desire, not what you fear. If your doubts outweigh your desires, you will never thrive. I kid you not, Erica, on my, um, my Google background today. You know what my quote was? Fear does not prevent death. It prevents life. Mm. Like, how good is that? Naguib Mafuz. I'm probably totally butchered the name, but I, the fact that that popped up literally today when we were talking, it's just beyond relevant because yeah. it's a hard thing to combat because as bad as you may want something, our brains are biologically programmed to find what's wrong, to put, put our walls up, fight or fight. Uh, it's a survival mechanism that goes back, you know, thousands of years. And that part of our brain is outdated in today's world. It's designed to make you survive, not to make you thrive. We're in an environment though, where we should all be thriving. And yet our brains are still telling us to respond out of fear faster than the desire that we have to thrive. And if you let that part of your brain take hold, you'll absorb all the knowledge in the world from you know what your experience is and what you go through, that's for sure. But you won't take action from it because you'll be listening to all the reasons why not instead of all the reasons why. These are the what's known as limiting beliefs and they are what make people, people with massive potential play small because it keeps them from putting what they learn into action and from executing it because they think knowledge is power and that is the farthest from the truth. Knowledge is the potential for power, execution is power. And if you aren't overcoming that fear, that fear part of your brain, that's like, oh, what if I'm scared to put myself out there, I'm scared of failure, then you'll never be able to live your life to your full potential, which is how I define thriving, is living what, what you believe is most, living out what you believe is most important to you to you inside and outside of your work professionally and at home. Yeah, I love that. So tell everybody in closing where they can find you online to connect with you more. Yeah, I'm at Laura Marks on Instagram, Laura, and that's Mark with a Z, M-A-R-K-Z, and lauramarks.com. I'm Laura Marks everywhere. 
Um, if they want to get access to that free training, they can go to endthemomdilemma.com and it's there for them to sign up and I hope they love it and get a lot out of it. Wait, before you go, make sure you're subscribed to never miss an episode of Thrive. Drop five stars on your way out if you like what you just listened to and come join the party on Instagram at thrive.podcast to stay inspired and thriving all week long. Thanks for tuning in. It's your time to thrive.